Hey guys, welcome back. Today we are looking at the dangers of being comfortable with being comfortable. Ready or not, let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Uh, I am flying solo in the studio today, um, but really just been thinking through the the topic, the conversation that I want to have with you about uh, comfort and seeking comfort and being too comfortable with being too comfortable. And it seems like most of us are living in a time and around people, and maybe even within our own hearts and minds, comfort is a bit of an idol and a pursuit. And I don't mean uh, like, hey, comfortable shoes, right? We were at Boot Barn the other day, and uh, there's these weird moccasin-looking things that I was just about ready to make fun of, slipped my foot into one just for fun, and that was like walking on a cloud. That was comfortable. Um, if you've ever been to a hotel, and it's just comfortable. Look, rest and uh, moments of reward are great. Nice shoes, man, that is sweet. We're not talking about things that bring comfort, but a lifestyle that just doesn't want to be bothered, wants to be uh, completely void of any kind of unsurety, uh, impenetrable to fear and the variables of life, comfortable, guarded, uh, stable, and so we don't step out out of and into any unknowns. Um, Look, that's a dangerous way to live. Uh, It's a dangerous way to live as an individual. It's a dangerous way to live for the kingdom uh, because honestly, it's not really living. Uh, This whole idea of being comfortable, right? It's defined in the dictionary as being undisturbed and at ease, Uh, Now, I got to be honest, there's times where all I want is just a few minutes to sit and be undisturbed and at ease, but to pursue and to devote the majority of our life to building our own personal kingdom in a way where we have the right career, we have the right income, we have the right house with the right neighbors, with the right family, with the right car, uh, all in pursuit of a comfortable and undisturbed life, nothing that ever rattles our cage that gets under our skin, uh, one that is of ease. Uh, Look, is it possible? Honestly, for most of us, it is an illusion, uh, and you will sell your soul to the devil to try and pursue it, never getting there. And that is the dangerous thing, that we can think, oh, if I get the right job, if I get the right income, if I live in the right house in the right neighborhood, if I marry the right person and get the right amount of kids— uh, then finally I'll all have it pulled together and there will be this comfort that sets in. And you'll be on your deathbed one day realizing you never got there. There are so many variables to life, so many people we cross paths with, our own body. We have very little control over our health, honestly. And this pursuit of comfort is an illusion. And it's dangerous because it really dilutes the power that God wants you to have in your life. Uh, How can a Holy Spirit lead someone who's not willing to go? They're constantly seeking to drive their stakes down deeper into just not being disturbed. They want nothing more than to be at ease. Uh, That is exactly what the word comfortable means. It's defined as someone that is undisturbed and at ease. 
Uh, if you guys ever read, I think, I think it was junior high, read Homer's Odyssey, a weird book, especially for junior hires. But the reality uh, is it illustrates some really interesting things. And as this guy sailing across the sea, he hears this beautiful singing by the sirens, but he doesn't know what it is. And he's allured over to the coast and he gets off his boat and he gives himself over to all this comfort and uh, having everything he's ever desired realized. And he wakes up and realizes how much time has gone by and he has lost his life. And for you and I, when we find ourselves in pursuit of nothing but comfort, we are in danger of waking up one day realizing we have lost our lives and given it to this idol of comfort. Jesus even told people, he said, I want to follow you, Jesus. I'll go with you anywhere, Jesus. Uh, he didn't tell them no, but he wanted them to understand that being a follower of Christ was not comfortable. One of them in particular, he said, look, birds of the air, they have their nests. Foxes of the ground, they have their dens. But the Son of Man, Jesus says, I have nowhere to lay my head tonight. I'm going to sleep under the stars. Uh, and look, I love backpacking and camping, but if I was called to a life of just laying on the ground and using a rock for a pillow, um, I don't know, man, that's that's crazy. And not that we're called to homelessness or poverty, but there's this reality that we are called to being willing to just do whatever's in front of us. If it's hard or not, whether it's uh, unforeseeable outcomes in front of us or not, that we just keep moving. So guys, be careful of this pursuit of comfort and, and think of what it eventually gives way to, all right? Uh, it gives way to being highly sensitive and fearful. Uh, if you think we're living in a time where at least in known history, in experiential history of generations, there's more depression and anxiety now, more fearfulness now, uh, more sensitivity now, but also more comfort than ever. Why is that? Uh, we've become a weak civilization, a weak culture that we haven't learned how to fight. We haven't learned how to stand up for what's right. We haven't learned how to sacrifice or at least been willing to. And so we need to maybe let the Lord search our hearts. We need to let him check our minds and motives. Uh, why is it we don't speak up for righteousness? Why is it we don't stand up? Is it because of this mental comfort? We don't like opposition, and we are afraid that someone might disagree or yell or scream or we'll get in trouble. Uh, even in that, the not standing up for what's right, the not speaking up for what's good and true uh, is because we're seeking, even if it's just mental comfort, I, I don't want to make waves. Who am I to say anything? I'm not going to, you're not going to want, you're not going to herald the truth and you're not going to be a light uh, to the world, a city set on a hill. You're going to put the basket over it and not let your light shine. And so really, even in those moments of opposition where we should stand up and let people know what is right, let people know what is true, half the reason we don't is because we just want to be comfortable. I don't want to get uncomfortable in this. If you think of the, the advancement of the fear of hate speech, and like I am in no way advocating uh, for someone who gets up and just annihilates people 
um, just spews venom and hatred. But I am for everyone having the ability to express their opinion. And if we're so thin-skinned and weak-willed that we can't handle someone disagreeing with us, something is super, super, super wrong. And again, it's just like, I want to be comfortable. Remember the definition, undisturbed and at ease. I don't want anyone to go against anything I think is okay. Uh, Look, you should be able to have everything you believe attacked. Otherwise, why do you believe it? Uh, there's so many things in my life I believe, and you can come against it as hard as you want, and that's fine because I know what I'm standing on. Now, Jesus put it this way at the end of the Sermon on the Mount, right? He compares two different ways of living, building your uh, life philosophies and theology and uh, convictions. He says, you'll either build it on the shifting sand of culture. He says, and there's a man who built his house on the sand is a story he tells him. And the winds came and the rain fell and it beat on that house and great was its fall. And then he says, there's a man who builds similar house size and structure probably, uh, but he built it on a rock, a solid foundation And the same winds came and the same rain fell and it beat on that house and it stood and it endured and it saw a nice, shiny, blue sky day. What's the difference? Not the builder, not the house, like real estate. Location, location, location. It wasn't on the shifting sand of comfort and culture and ease. It was on the solid rock of immovable truth. And for you and I, look, we have got to have thick enough skin to where we can be attacked. We may not like it, but I'm okay being uncomfortable. You you should be able to respond with like, gosh, that wasn't fun, but I'm okay. If we fall apart because people disagree, something is super, super wrong. If we don't advance the kingdom and speak forth truth because we want that mental and emotional comfort of not being opposed or looking awkward and weird in the public square, something's really, really wrong. The Bible says that life is just a vapor. Here one minute and gone the next. It's so short. And that's true. Our lives compared to eternity is nothing. And eternity, yet somehow, we'll find out when we get there, our experience in eternity will be somewhat influenced by the life we live, this temporary one. It's crazy to me. But eternity will be somewhat influenced by what is temporary. And so look, be careful about giving yourself over to the idol of comfort. Be very careful. Whether it's you don't speak up because you want to be comfortable or you get easily offended because it makes you uncomfortable, we've got to get thicker skin and a stronger will. Um, I want to leave you with this kind of just thought about David and Goliath. This is a crazy story. Go reread David and Goliath, this story. David shows up and There's this massive battle brewing, although nothing's really taking place. The armies of Israel are lined up on one side of this canyon, this valley, the river's running through the middle of it, and the armies of Israel are up there, and then on the other side is the Philistines and their warriors, and this giant 
probably nine, maybe nine and a half, ten foot tall behemoth of a man comes walking down into the middle of the valley every day, taunting the armies. Let's go. I dare you. Send out your warrior. And he's just mocking God, mocking Israel, mocking the army. And David's there and he sees it and he finds out like, hey, there's great reward on the other side of this war. Uh, there was riches to be had. There was a wife to be found, right? The king had said, hey, whoever whoever takes out this giant, I will reward him greatly. And David hears that. And then he, he starts asking around just to confirm that that's actually true. He's like, hey, what, what happens to the guy that takes out this giant? Like, oh, gosh, riches and rewards. This is going to be, I mean, whoever is the victor, but no one's going to win. Look at that guy. He's enormous. He's literally, the Bible says he has been trained for war since he was born. Um, he's coated in this marvelous, gleaming armor. Uh, who's going to fight him? Like, yeah, if you win, you win, but you're going to lose. Well, David's like, I'll do it. Now, he could have stayed on the side of the mountain with the entire army of Israel. There was water there. There was food there. There was shelter there. Everyone was doing the same thing. It was okay to stay on the side of the hill. You could blend in. Comfort. Everyone else. No one else is stepping up. No one else is going. And I'm not even in the army. I'm just here to check on my brothers and bring back some good news to my dad. But... No one else is going. And so, look, though motivated by a few different things, his confidence was in the Lord. And you'll find out it's a great way to take your temperature spiritually, uh, your trust in the Lord. Are you willing to step out into uncomfortable situations? David was willing to step off that mountainside and away from the crowd and the comfort and go to battle and go to war in the valley. And he picks up those smooth stones and he puts one in the sling. And he knew, God has delivered me from the mouth of the bear and the lion. I no doubt will take care of this giant in the name of the living God. Pretty incredible. Uh, but look, he left. He had to. He had, you, you have to choose. And he chose to leave behind the hillside of comfort for the valley of war and victory. Comfort was no longer an option if he wanted to move forward in life. And so for you and I, look, God's going to call you off that mountainside of comfort sometimes. Go! He's got you. He's been so faithful for thousands of years. Step off the mountainside of comfort and into the valley of victory, knowing that God has got you the entire time. And so look, uh, read through your Bible. If you're not familiar with God's faithfulness, get familiar with it. Um, but as you're pursuing a career, as you're pursuing education, as you're pursuing family, I want to challenge you guys to sit down, to give God a few minutes to search your heart and ask, have you been seeking comfort rather than seeking God? But if you are a follower of Jesus, look, he was attacked and ridiculed greatly, and so were the disciples. Jesus said, remember, remember, it's okay to be uncomfortable. He said, the servant is not greater than the master. If they persecuted me, he says, they're going to persecute you. So have thick skin and a strong will, great confidence in God. 
Don't get too comfortable with being comfortable because in the end, it leads to great poverty. You'll be left bankrupt and empty. The Bible says in Proverbs, right? A little slumber, a little sleep, a little folding of the hands, and so shall your poverty come upon you like a lion. Now, that whole idea, don't toss and turn, don't keep hitting snooze in life, five more minutes, a little more comfort, I don't want to grow up yet, so be very careful, all right? Enjoy the the hot cup of coffee on a cold day or the really nice feeling moccasins when you're in boot barn, uh, soak up the sunny days, like, I don't know, but make sure you're not building your life around this illusion and idol of comfort, Man, go get it. There's great fulfillment, great peace, great victory out in the valley away from the comfort. So whatever it is that's in front of you guys, I want to encourage you, have confidence, whatever your motivation is, I don't care, it doesn't matter. As long as your confidence is in God, you will see victory and success and reward. He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So whatever you do, do with your whole heart as unto the Lord, as he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. God bless you guys, and we will see you next time.